Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. Okay, so I know that this is like something that we all dread to have to face and deal with as business owners, but it is genuinely, and I think that in today's day and age, it is actually like so more important than we really think that it actually is. And I'm talking about our websites, okay? Our websites. We are talking about websites today. I'm going to be spilling the tea about what my personal website structure is and what I coach to and um, what had created me a really highly converting um, website that turned dream new potential clients into butts in my chair and into new guest requests. And that's what your website does. That's what your website should be doing. I think that a lot of the time people misconstrued like what the purpose of the website actually is and they put really irrelevant things in there. And they take notes from maybe other industries or they don't take notes from other industries, vice versa, in different ways, in all the wrong ways, and end up creating something that isn't as effective. And I want to talk about like the mistakes and misconceptions today and then also give you strategy for what I believe is a really highly effective converting website for a hairstylist. So if you are ready for all the motherfucking websites, okay, I know it's something that we all dread. I know that you don't want to redo your whole entire website, but guess what? This is what's going to make you coin, girl. So get it together. Let's get into it. Let's go. Hey, Caitlin. Hey. (laughs) What's the the tea, Caitlin? How are you today? I'm good. I'm doing good. We finally have made it out of a heat wave over here. So like, I'm like so excited to see the stereotypical like gray british skies it's i'm so happy (laughs) i'm so happy to see them (laughs) i would be fucking depressed if i had to live in that shit it's been so freaking hot like literally they moved us here it hasn't been this hot on record ever i believe like it's we've never had this hot of a summer here before and it's the biggest drought that they've had in over 50 years (laughs) that is actually so scary (laughs) yeah wild so are you hyped for this conversation today? I'm so excited. I think that we're going to be able to deliver some really good advice and maybe some like little like golden nuggets and, you know, all the good things. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. And you know what? I'm giving out my like literally I'm going to give y'all my structure today. Like I'm literally giving you the website structure that I coach to. So if you're ready to get into it, I'm ready to get into it. Are we ready, Caitlin? Let's do it. Let me guess, you are a hustling, bustling hairstylist behind the chair, working so hard to build a beautiful career for yourself, one that gives you time, freedom, and energy to spend with yourself, your family, and your friends. But you feel like you're always working in your business, even when you're not behind the chair. My name is Hunter Donia, and I help you automate your systems and implement really beautiful strategies so you can grow your business without the overwhelm. And this is the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. Let's talk about my philosophy when it comes to a website, okay? And this is a philosophy that is not... It's not the same as what every other coach is going to tell you, okay? But I am a firm believer that your website, when you are creating it, and when you're thinking about the features, when you're thinking about the words, the copy, the structure, all of the above, that you should be speaking to new clients only. Your website is for new clients. It is not for existing clients. Why? 
Because existing clients are looking to get different information from you than they are new clients. New clients are looking to, you know, they they still need to be going through your marketing process. They need to be sold into booking an appointment with you. Existing clients, they already book appointments with you. They're already nurtured in between the appointment and the post-visit experience, hopefully. And they, they should have their own spaces where they can get their specific needs taken care of. What that looks like, is somewhere where they can go get their retail sales online from you, where they can give you an existing client consultation form in between appointments if they want to without uh, have a consultation with you about their hair without texting back and forth with you. Um, there should be a place for them to join a wait list. There should be a place for them to go on your online booking and book conveniently as an existing client. But all of that shit, if you host that on your website, What ends up happening is your new clients get bogged down and distracted by all of this other shit that isn't relevant to them, right? And so it really decreases the effectiveness of how you can convert new clients into existing clients. You want your new clients to have a very smooth and streamlined and cohesive journey as they're going down your funnel. Like you want them to go onto your Instagram or your Facebook or hear about you from a friend and get a really get a nice taste of you, gain a little bit of trust with you, and then once they get on your website, that is where you make the sale. Like that is the hard sell. That is like, bitch, you are going to fill out my new application and we're going from there. You know what I mean? But that but there but sales and conversion is a lot different than nurturing and building trust. It's very different. They're two different things, and sales copy is a whole new game. It's a whole different game. And so I think that we really need to be focusing more on sales copy and less like informational BS on our websites and really be speaking specifically only to the new client and keep spaces separate and different and have a different space for existing clients, which I teach um, how to create your very own salon app within my programs. And that's what I use for my existing clients. That's what my students use. And it works wonderfully and it makes you look like a badass and it elevates the client experience. But that way, they have everything that they need. Your new clients have an effective way of starting their journey with you, and you're converting your ideal clients into potential customers or into into paying customers, right? So that's my first T, okay? And so what does that look like? So then it's like, what should we have on our website? What we should have on our website is we should have copy that is hitting pain points, fighting objections, and is building a bridge to your solutions, okay? You should be hitting somebody's pain points all about how, um, what they are struggling with with their hair or their lifestyle regarding their beauty services, right? It all is gonna depend on what your niche is and what your specialty is and who you're speaking to, but you should have a very clear idea of what your client's pain points are and what their objections may be to booking an appointment with a salon such as you or booking for this type of service in general. For example, people who are shopping around for extensions or have ex- getting extensions in mind, they have a shit ton of objections that you should be speaking to, like a shit ton. They are already going to think, oh, this is going to be too much maintenance for me. They're going to think that it's too hard for them to take care of. They think that they're going to be in the salon every four weeks. They think that it's going to damage their hair. They think it's going to cause hair loss. There's a whole lot of objections that that type of client has walking into shopping into possibly getting extensions, right? 
if you can fight those objections and hit those pain points right on the website, then that will get them over that bridge that they need to get over to finally see your solutions as the only way for them to go about this and go about investing in getting their extensions done with you. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm just using extensions as an example, but for whatever your niche is, whatever your specialty is, whoever you're speaking to, you want to speak to their freaking soul. You want to put yourself in their feet or shoes. <laughs> you want to put yourself in their feet. You want to put your feet in their shoes and you want to understand who the hell they are and you want to be able to like, Make them feel like you are speaking directly to them and sell them from that perspective. That is what we do on the website, okay? Now, it shouldn't all just be sales copy. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that it should be heavily sales copy, especially on your homepage and your new guest page, okay? So I'll break down the three different pages that I think that we need to have, but then, but first, let's just talk about the homepage. So your homepage at the top, I believe there should be a hook. You should be hitting the pain points. You should be hitting the objections right then and there. And then you should be talking about um, your your in-the-chair experience and your specific specialty and solutions. You should be talking a little bit about yourself. Nothing crazy. We don't need to have some corny, crazy, professional, formal, like, multi-paragraph bio. We want to know the fun facts, and we want to know relatable, and we want to know, oh, this person's, like, normal and cool, and I'm, like, down to go, like, hang out with them in the salon, Right. And we want to have a picture, plenty of pictures all over your freaking website. It should be so many pictures. Um, but we want to get familiar with your specific salon environment, right? No matter what it is. And we want to do an explanation of what that environment is. So if you work at a salon, you want to explain what the salon's name is, what the environment is, what the culture is, what. Uh, but, but keep it simple, keep it cute, keep it short. Enough to give somebody an idea to feel comfortable walking into your space before they even knew that your space existed, right? I'm just popping off, Caitlin. I'm going to pause and let you chime. Yeah, actually, I would love for you to reverse really quick or like take a quick backpedal. Um, can you explain what a hook is? Give us like a short run, run roundabout version of what a hook is because some people don't know what a hook is. Girl, you you explain what a hook is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um. So a hook is something that you should be using in all of your marketing. Like it's just very standard. You need a hook. And a hook is basically something to grab somebody's attention within the first two seconds that they're landing their eyes on your page. So like whatever that looks like, whether it's like you being like, hey, or like saying um, in text, it's usually something that you want to be relatable. So it's like asking a question like, do you relate to this? Does this sound like you? Something like that along those lines. That is a hook. And that's going to make them want to continue to read on further. Period. This is why I had Caitlin... This is like what Caitlin fucking does. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you explain the hook. <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin. No, I, I completely agree with your your explanation, and it was explained beautifully. I yes, you, we want to have a hook. We want to have the pain points. We want to have all the freaking things. But yeah, you want somebody to actually read your shit, right? So so that's why we shouldn't have like paragraphs of words on our on our website. But the words that we choose should be extremely strategic and very much to the point. And Donald Miller says in a lot of his books and a lot of his teachings, he always says, like, somebody should come on your website and know exactly what you do, like, within the first 0.5 seconds that they come on your website. Like, they need to know, like, what the T is as soon as you get on there. 
So we do that with visuals. We do that with hooks. We do that with the pain points. We do that with very simple statements right at the top of your website, like with headlines and whatever it may be, right? Um, I think like one of the hooks that I use, for example, I think I'm going to butcher this because my website isn't up anymore. I think my hook was like, what would it feel like to have low maintenance hair color that you love or something like that? Like it was something like that. Right. And then that way they were like, oh, like they're like curious, like maybe like what would that feel like? Right. They're, They're starting to visualize what that would feel like in their brain. And they're starting to see that it's possible with me because I offer these very specific solutions. Right. And so that is the story that you want to create and you want to get people to actually read that shit. And a hook is a really great way of getting them to start reading it. Thank you for pulling me back into that, Caitlin. I would, go ahead. Uh, one more thing, too. I was going to say, uh, you mentioned like being super strategic with your words, which I completely agree with, but also being very strategic with your photos because you do want to have a lot of photos, but that's like an excellent way to show your salon space. Like you don't have to explain what your guest experience looks like. Show what your guest experience looks like. Like that yes. is a huge, huge thing that you should be doing. So. And you don't have to get a professional photographer for it either. Like literally like get your angles right, get your smartphone out and like get some like solid freaking photos of your salon space and all, all of the things, you know. Yes, very much so. Yes, I had I had person. I'm like, you know me, I'm like going to go all out with everything I do because I'm extra like that. But I got a, a videographer to come in for my suite and we went through like five different sections of my whole entire client experience. So like we did a whole video about my client experience. We did a whole video, a little bit about me. We did a whole video about specifically like what a salon suite was. We did a whole video about my retail, my retail line. Like we did, we, we, we really walked somebody through everything super visually with like video. And that's not to say that you have to do video, but you totally can with your freaking smartphone. You just got to plan it out yourself and you just got to set up a tripod or just do freaking selfies. Like like literally just like like f- self-facing camera and like switching the camera back and forth while, while you're explaining things. Like that can work. Like that is just enough. And that's super authentic in today's day and age. Like that can work for you really well. But if you're not going to do videos, make sure that the pictures explain themselves and tell the story. I love that point, Caitlin. And, you know, you should have pictures of you. You should have pictures of you in your website. And I know people aren't going to agree with me on th- I know other coaches aren't going to agree on me, agree with me on this. But I'm so sorry. This is about to fucking shake up some people. No fucking stock photos. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. Like, if, like, it's in the meantime, okay, if it's in the meantime and, like, you're gonna get a branding photo shoot or if you're just gonna, like, if you're waiting to take pictures of yourself with your iPhone, whatever it may be, I'm so sorry. Like, people can see right through a fucking stock photo nowadays. Like, it's just, it's it just seems so authentic. I think it damages a personal brand. I think that it looks... Sorry, I'm so sorry, but you need fucking real ass pictures, okay? And if you can get pictures, these are the golden pictures. Are you ready for this? The golden pictures are pictures of you and a client, period. They are pictures of you and a client, you doing a client's hair. So the next time you do a branding photo shoot, I want you to have models, okay? I want you to have models, and I want you to them to come on in, and you do their service just for the cost of the color or, like, whatever it may be. 
and they and your photographer photographs the shit out of them from like beginning to end. So that way you have a bunch of pictures of you working with a client. And you could even, if you wanted to be super inclusive and expand your range of how many people you could get into your space, have people with different hair textures or different races and, and have people of different genders, right? All, all of the above come in different sizes as well. Sizes is something that we don't talk about enough. Um, have people come in, like three different models come in who ha- are from different backgrounds. So that way you can show diversity on your page and you can make people feel welcome before they come into the space. People want to know that they belong in spaces, right? It's not just about like, you know, letting people come in or explaining that you that you are inclusive. It's also about showing people that you're inclusive. And so if you help, if you if you really diversify and you show people like pictures of them on your website, it will make somebody feel so much more confident and comfortable coming to see you because they are literally visualizing themselves in your chair, period. Okay, so now let's break down your services page. I know my ADHD is taking over today, y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm going all over the place. But let's talk about your services page. So, okay, so here's the tea. If you are specialized and you do something super specialized, but you also still do like other services... You should have two separate service pages for those, okay? Like, let's if specifically, like, let's talk about extensions. Like, if you do extensions, you should have a specific extensions page, and then you should have a general services page. So let's get that right off the bat. But let's specifically talk about your services page. So this services page should be visualized as fuck. Like, there should be pictures all over your services page, okay? And your explanation of your services should be so stupid simple, A 12-year-old who has never gotten their hair done before professionally should understand your services and how they're broken down and which box they'll be fitting into, okay? Period. Like, it just is what it is. And yes, you should, we'll talk about this in a second, you will have a digital consultation in which you'll be able to tell that person what box they fit into. But if the person doesn't have a good idea of what what box they'll fit into, then they're just going to keep shopping around until they find a service menu that does relate with them and that they do understand, right? Because complication and confusion causes negative reactions and makes people get overwhelmed and not want to do not want to work with you, right? So your services page has to be stupid simple. And I forget that sometimes people haven't heard me talk about this before, even though I talk about it all the time. But your services page should be so like, you cannot have like, Partial foil, full foil, mini foil, mini, like whatever else, or Olaplex, Brazilian Bond Builder. Like, you cannot have that shit. Like, people do not get it. People do not get it. People do not understand. I will not, I will tell you the amount of times I've had a client come, a new client come to see me, and they said, I chose you because you were the only service menu website that I actually could understand. Like, it makes a huge difference. So your service menu has to be super simple, super like clean, broken down, very explanative. And if you're going to be including haircuts in your sessions, if you're going to be, I don't know, if you're going to have like new client specific sessions, then you have to be, you have to, it has to be so freaking clear that all of the above is exemplified and makes sense to the person. Then we talk about your new guest page. So this is specifically a new guest page for when they are ready to start their journey with you. And the reason why this is a whole separate page is because I want you to think about the journey that your client is having with you, okay? 
Like, I want them to go on your homepage first because that's what they normally always do. They always normally land on your homepage, right? Your homepage, we hit the pain points. We hit the objections. We talked about the specialty. We gave them a hook so that they would read the whole thing. You exemplified the value of your services specifically. You told them a little bit about you. You showed them the salon space. You want your client to experience that. Okay, before they just go right into booking with you, you want them to experience that first. So your new client is always going to land first on your homepage. Don't take it for granted. Okay. second, they're not going to go to your new guest page. They're going to go to your services page next. They want to know how much your shit costs. If not, they just go right to your services page as soon as they get onto your website. That is going to be the second place that they go. Okay, so they're going to look over your services page. Then they're going to be ready to book. By the way, there should be buttons all over your website, like a stupid amount of buttons that lead them to the new guest page, okay? Anyways, they should be able to click that, and then they'll go to your new guest page when they are ready to book an appointment with you, when they're ready to start the journey with you. And on your new guest page, you want to break down what that journey actually looks like. You want to remind them of the value. You want to hit those pain points one more time. And you want to show them, like I said, how valuable your services and your appointments and your experience actually is. And then you should have a uh, link to your digital consultation form in which they can start to book with you. Okay. And like we said, this is only for new clients. And I'm all about boundaries here, right? Like we're all about boundaries here at Hunter Donia LLC, bitch. So I do not have my phone number. Okay. I do not have my phone number on my gig. I do have my email address reluctantly, but I do not have my phone number on my new client page. I do not want random ass people having my phone number. No, ma'am. And even if it's my business phone number, I do not want people having my, my, my business phone number if they have not gone through my digital application first, because I'm a firm believer that there should only be one way somebody books with you. Because it keeps things streamlined, it keeps things organized, it keeps things fair, and it keeps you and your energy protected and your safety, your literal physical safety protected. I do not want random ass people having your phone number or having access to your online booking site. Your online booking site should not be on your website, period. Like it should just, it just shouldn't be. Like it, it really truly shouldn't be. You should be vetting your clients. You should be seeing who the hell is coming into your door, especially if you're working by yourself in your home or in a suite you just for your own safety like i truly believe that you should not have your online booking just out and about and it causes you so many logistical issues like random ass people going on your online booking site and like booking random ass things without going you through you first and then it's like you have to like call this random person that you never met before like make sure that you know what the hell is going on with them waste your time reschedule them it's just like put people through one funnel and it starts in the new guest page period and that's my website tea. That's all I got to say. Do you have anything to add, Caitlin? No, I don't think I do have anything else then. I think you like wrapped it up perfectly with a bow. Period. I love it. And I feel like we definitely realized like mid episode that like we need to talk a lot more about branding and photo shoots. So stay tuned for an, an extra episode of the Modern Hairstylist podcast. <laughs> oh, these are, the, y'all aren't even ready. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you so much for tuning into the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. Caitlin, thank you so much for being such an amazing co-host with me. I really appreciate it. If you liked this episode, if you learned a little bit about your website and if you're, if you're inspired to go and edit it a little bit and tweak it around a little bit, then I recommend that you leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to this. And if you could leave a little bit of a blurb if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it. It helps us reach more passionate beauty professionals just like you. Help us make an impact. Help us change an industry. I would really, really appreciate it. So much love to you, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bye-bye. Hey, friend. Thank you for tuning into the Modern Hairstylist Podcast. My mission here is to help you streamline the operations in your business as much as possible so you can grow with ease and less overwhelm. At the center of all that I teach is all about embracing technology and what it can do for us nowadays, technology such as digital forms. Digital forms are the core foundation of all that I teach and preach to, and that's why it's so important for us to be using the right software with the right capabilities to carry out all that we need them to. And that's exactly why I partner with and teach to using JotForm. JotForm is a full-feature online form builder that makes it easy to create robust forms and collect important data. It's trusted by over 15 million users worldwide, such as nonprofits, educational institutions, enterprises, small businesses such as us, and so much more. JotForm is a gateway to gathering better information to power your business, and with the right guidance and mentorship, JotForm can absolutely transform the way you do business by automating and streamlining the way you interact with your clients. So if you're ready to get started with JotForm and really truly see how digital forms can transform your business, check out the show notes of this episode for a direct link to get signed up with JotForm. Enjoy all those new digital forms you're able to create now, and I will catch you in the next episode.